boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. I'm Ian Kennedy. And today we are going to be talking about COVID, something you've all probably not heard of recently. <laughs> but we figured we at Coffee of Gringos haven't given any updates on COVID in quite some time. So we just kind of wanted to touch back in and talk about, you know, some of the latest news, especially on vaccination. So hopefully this global pandemic will be in our rear view mirror soon. So again, listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. So Ian, COVID-19, it has consumed our lives for the majority of the year, but hopefully not too much longer. You are still in Santiago. Tell us a little bit about how, you know, COVID life has been there. I feel like such a broken record every time we talk about this. I know we're always looking for different topics, but, you know, it's, it's something we can't avoid, right? COVID especially has been such a big part of this year, a part of everyone's lives in the world. So we don't want to beat a dead horse here, but these things are important as they develop. So yeah, here in Santiago, we are kind of seeing a mixture of things happening. So Chile went through at the beginning of the year, a really long quarantine since COVID hit here really hard at the beginning of winter. And so we were all kind of locked up for for months on end. Now we're seeing a decrease in cases uh, slowly. People seem to be following the rules pretty well. There's a mandatory mask wearing mandate here. So it seems like most people are following the orders of wearing a mask in public. Places are about, I'd say, more than half capacity. There's eating in restaurants outside. But it seems like the government's being pretty precautionary with things as well. Just this last weekend, we returned to phase two, meaning weekend quarantines, because the solar eclipse happened this week. And so a lot of people were traveling and that made the the government nervous for an increase in cases. So recently, we've seen a little bit of a back and forth between having more freedom and then having it taken back a little bit. But I think a lot of it's just having to do with being prudent with the situation. So the weather here is nice. There's a semblance of normalcy being outside and not being so locked up, but we're definitely still living in the age of COVID. I saw that the president, President Pinera, was was fine for not wearing a mask on the beach. (laughs) Yeah, he, he quote unquote turned himself in. (laughs) Um, genius taking a selfie at the beach without a mask not the greatest example to set that's kind of the worry here too as well is people are trying to take advantage of their summer so trying to travel to the beach when they can you know that in Chile there's so many beach towns so many beach cities to where I think there's a lot of concern about people just pretending like the virus has gone away we're back to normal summer we can do whatever and that's kind of a worry. Things are going to get worse for that reason. It's a change of seasons, a change of policies, but I don't know what's going to happen in the next coming months, to be honest. We'll have to see. True. Yeah. In the U.S., unfortunately, we're you know, probably in the second wave. Cases have really gone up kind of everywhere in, in my home state of Massachusetts, where I am right now. Cases have, have really been increasing. And 
I think in large part, like you said, people are becoming a little too used to it that they're kind of loosening up some of their uh, restrictions of going out and who they hang out with and mask wearing and so forth. But also the weather, it's been so cold. It's, you know, it's the cold season. Like everyone kind of gets sick around this time. I told you, Ian, I even had my own COVID scare a few weeks ago. You know, unfortunately, COVID has all the symptoms of the common cold. And so, you know, I had the fever, I had the sore throat, I had the achy muscles, you know, everything, which is normal around this time of year. But living in the life of COVID, you get those symptoms and you're just like, I have COVID. So I couldn't Paranoia leave. happens. Exactly. And I, I, I really was like, this is just a cold, but, you know, I don't want to be that person that spreads it. So I just kind of bunkered down in my house for 10 days. I got tested twice and it was both negative. So it was just the cold, but it kind of sucks that you just get a cold and you kind of have to take those precautions. But yeah, so I think also with the US, you know, we just had Thanksgiving, which is our big holiday in November. And I think there were more gatherings than there should have been. And so I think that's unfortunately a big factor in the cases going up. And you know, with Christmas coming up, it'll be tough to see if people will see the cases going up and, and not gather or just still gather. Right. We were talking before the podcast about how, you know, Christmas is such a big deal also in the US that the CDC is going to say, you know, keep the group small, you shouldn't travel. But when it comes to Christmas, it's hard to get people to follow all those rules. And so, you know, I'm hoping that people can just, you know, we're going to have other Christmases, just, you know, try to try to be safe this time around and follow those guidelines. But unfortunately, I'm a little bit nervous about what's going to happen after December 25th as well. I mean, luckily, vaccinations are, are out there being distributed as we speak. We just got our shipment in for our state today and we're already having doctors and nurses getting the vaccination. It's going to take time. It's going to be state by state, but in our state, and I think a lot of states will follow suit, is that, you know, the first responders are the first to get the vaccination. So we're talking nurses, we're talking basically everyone in the medical field are going to get vaccinated first. And then first responders like cops and firefighters and EMTs. And then of course, people who are in long-term care facilities who are very vulnerable. So the elderly so people like me and you, Ian, in the U.S. won't get it maybe till March, sometime in the spring. We're definitely like last on the totem pole. <laughs> right. And that, that's another complication too, right? People are getting excited about the vaccines coming in. You know, uh, in England last week, I think the first, the very first vaccines were given. Now we're seeing it, like you said, starting to be distributed in the U.S. And you know, I think people are excited about it and they should be excited, but you need to remember that, you know, the people that are not in those high risk groups, we're not going to be getting a vaccine for a little while. So the life of, you know, wearing a mask, the social distancing, all of this is going to have to keep, we're going to have to keep following it for a while. And I, I think a lot of people are not willing to do that. Maybe not, not willing to do it, but they're, they, they want to get on with their lives. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of a vaccine coming, it's like waiting outside a store for some new release, right? People are going to be just anxious and be wanting to get it, but we just have to remember to keep being responsible. And unfortunately, it's going to last a little bit longer the way that we're, we've been living for the past year. So for me here in Chile, I don't really know. I don't have an idea of when one's going to be available for me. So wearing masks, using alcohol gel and hand sanitizer, all that, it's going to be a part of my life a little bit longer. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. 
but we're always working to grow our audience. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, and even Snapchat. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all of your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes with native English-speaking teachers at dynamicenglish.co. You know, I was reading a recent study just about whether people want the vaccine or not, regardless of it being available. And I think the survey was, you know, back in May, it was like 70% wanted the vaccine. And now it's like half the population of the U.S. would definitely not get it, which is a little alarming as well, because, you know, in order to really beat this, we need, you know, majority of people to be vaccinated. If you have half the population saying, hell no, I don't want to get this vaccine, you know, we could be even looking at living under this kind of lifestyle a little longer. I mean, I'm hoping it seems like a lot of the concerns are they really did push out a vaccine very early because we, you know, we're under a global pandemic. We have to act now. And I think people are a little worried that who knows what the side effects will be, who knows what the long term effects will be. Some people are just against vaccinations in general. But I think once phase one happens with the first responders and you have a month or two of no side effects and everything going well, I, I think that number will will change, hopefully, because it's kind of silly not to get vaccinated because it's not just about you. It's about keeping everyone safe. And the best way to do that is if we all have the vaccination. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, it's important to bring up, too, like you said, there's an anti-vaccine movement that's been going on in the U.S. for a while. So this is no surprise. But even people who are pro-vaccine, who have always been pro-vaccine, still are a little hesitant about this. Because like you mentioned, you know, a normal vaccine takes a while to develop. We're talking, you know, a year or years in most cases, you know, following that with clinical trials, following the, the long-term effects, the side effects. And so people like myself, I'm very pro-vaccine. Even I sometimes I think, you know, ah, you know, we don't know the side effects. It's a little bit alarming. That's what makes it more complicated. That's why we see that bigger number. I think even people who sit on the fence with a lot of these issues, they kind of say, yeah, you know, I'm not sure in this case. And so, of course, the people who don't want vaccines, uh, who are anti-vaccine, we understand their situation or, or their thoughts. But yeah, it's going to take some convincing, I think. Mm -hmm. And like you mentioned, once we see the first people to receive these vaccines, if, if they're doing okay, they're not getting sick, they're not growing an 11th toe or something like that, then more people will be willing to do it, especially if it means it gets us back to more of a normal lifestyle, right? I think that's the big kicker in this one is um, people want to return to somewhat a somewhat normal existence that we had before. And so, you know, obviously in this case, the vaccine's got to get pushed out quick if we want to have those changes. And so it's a tricky situation, but I think it's a good thing that we have these vaccines available instead of still not having a, anything available. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, cases are going up in the U.S. I think it was you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had one of the darkest days of death tolls in the U.S. since, you know, back in March. So, you know, we have not beaten this by any means. And so having a vaccine saves lives. And I think it's interesting how this issue is playing out in different countries. I was reading about Brazil and the president who at the beginning was very kind of like, oh, you know, COVID's just the common cold. Everyone's blowing it out of proportion. We're fine. So many people have died in Brazil because the president was so lax on, on setting the necessary policies. And now 
kind of doing a similar thing where he isn't buying the vaccination. So it looks like, you know, Brazil, which is a huge country and is being really hit hard by COVID, won't have vaccinations maybe at the earliest March where, you know, like I said, in my home state, we have it and we're distributing it now. Exactly. Just like everything else, ever since COVID started, each country's had its own response, its its own policies. So the same is going to happen with vaccination policies. Each country is going to have its own way of distributing it. So like always, it's it's complicated in, in selecting and who gets what. This year's been a mess. <laughs> so it's it's going to continue in this sort of fashion until we really figure this out. Well, speaking of, you know, what you said about just kind of how everything's been so politicized, you know, here in the U.S., one of the, you know, major federal funding bills is being halted. You know, Trump's just decided he doesn't want to weigh in on it. You know, this kind of funding is, is to keep small businesses afloat. It's to keep families in their homes, keep food on the table. So, you know, this has been like a big issue in the U.S. because a global pandemic is expensive. I mean, the economy has been hit so hard. The average family has been really hit by this. And I thought it was interesting. I was reading an article about Argentina and how one of the innovative ways they've come up with of trying to pay for all the COVID costs is by taxing the rich. And I'm talking millionaires. Like these are the very super wealthy I believe it's anyone who has more than $2.4 million, which is a lot of money. And, you know, they're talking about a tax of one to 2%. So not, not nothing huge, but just enough to kind of pay for some relief for families, for the treatment, the vaccinations, you know, all of those kind of things. So they call it the millionaire tax. It's something I, I wish we would do in the U.S., but that would never pass. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting that to happen. Like I mentioned earlier, I, ho- I hope people don't think that you know, now that vaccines are getting rolled out, that the pandemic's over, we're going back to normality, because that's just naive. That's not going to happen. So hopefully people can keep staying safe, social distancing while we roll out this vaccine. And hopefully by this time next year, we can be kind of back to normal or a new normal in that way. But it's not going to happen quick. I agree. Hopefully this will be the last time CWG does an episode about COVID because COVID won't be news anymore. That would be nice. (laughs) I hope so. I'm tired of talking about it. (laughs) I know. Same. Well, listeners, as always, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. Everyone be safe. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.